Presented by the American Beverage Association. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuman of Allen. It's Friday. Today's show, how Dr. Oz is threading quite the needle in his Senate run. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Breaking overnight in Ukraine by way of CNN's Matthew Chance and Jeremy Herb. Quote, a call between U.S. President Joe Biden and Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky on Thursday did not go well, as the pair disagree on the risk level of a Russian attack. That's according to a senior Ukrainian official who spoke with CNN. The White House, however, disputed the official's account, warning that anonymous sources were leaking falsehoods. They did state that Biden warned Zelensky an imminent invasion is a distinct possibility. More from that story on the call, which the Ukrainian official described as long and frank, Biden warned his Ukrainian counterpart that an invasion was now virtually certain once the ground freezes later in February. Zelensky, however, restated his position that the threat from Russia remains dangerous but ambiguous, saying it's not certain that an attack will take place, the official added. On that note, with more than 100,000 Russian troops mobilized along the Ukrainian border, what is Vladimir Putin's ultimate goal? Putin builds a position of strength, and then waits to see how people react and where the opportunities are. What we need to be doing is creating our own positions of strength and applying pushback on Russia so that he doesn't have many opportunities. Playbook's Ryan Lissett talks with Kurt Volker, the former U.S. ambassador to NATO, to get inside Putin's head. Subscribe to Politico's podcast Playbook Deep Dive wherever you get your podcast to hear the stories behind the power. Playbook's Tara Palmieri is here to tell us what's new on the congressional celebrity front. Uh, Tara, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Uh, you had some news about Pennsylvania Senate hopeful Mehmet Oz meeting with Mitch McConnell. Uh, what's going on there? Right. Um, it's a surprising meeting. It happened about two weeks ago, January 11th. It has not been reported. This is the first uh, we're learning about it. And um, it's interesting because Oz is in a tough spot and as is the other contender for the race, David McCormick. They need during the primary to win the Trump endorsement, but during the general, they need to sort of hug the middle. Mm. And so Trump has said that McConnell is his sworn enemy. So to go to McConnell to kiss the ring and and tell him why you would be the best candidate could be seen as a betrayal. Mm. And it would hurt him as he competes for the Trump endorsement. Um, you know, he's got Sean Hannity advocating for him and he's gone to Mar-a-Lago and met with Trump. On the other hand, David McCormick is the husband of a former Trump staffer, Dina Powell, and he's hired a lot of Trump aides like Hope Hicks, Stephen Miller and Cliff Sims. So they're both competing for Trump's endorsement. But at the same time, during the general, they're going to need more middle of the road mainstream Republicans and possibly Mitch McConnell to help them get over the finish line. Mm. McCormick is obviously trying for the Trump endorsement. Um, As I reported last week, he may be giving out two endorsements or not endorsing at all um, because he's very conflicted. But uh, Dr. Oz did some polling before he announced that he was going to run as a Republican. And he found that 49% of African-American voters had favorable views about him, Hmm. which is, you know, probably due to the fact that he was introduced to the world through Oprah Winfrey. And um, conservative Democrats also had positive views about him. He was viewed favorably by them. In a swing state like Pennsylvania, you need those people to win. You also had some news about a possible candidate for the House from Tennessee. Uh, What's going on there? Yeah, that's right. So Kid Rock, 
Uh, some of the MAGA members of Congress have been trying to recruit him to run in the 5th District, which is Nashville. Um, he has a sprawling estate there. A lot of the MAGA people are really annoyed that Trump endorsed Morgan Ortega, uh, his former State Department spokesperson, for the same seat. Um, and they think someone like Kid Rock could have a chance to maybe get that second endorsement from Trump or just to run against Morgan because they just think that um, she's not MAGA enough. And uh, this source has spoken to Kid Rock and, you know, he almost ran for Senate in uh, Michigan. It was sort of like a fake out where he created a Kid Rock for U.S. Senate promotion, but never filed with the FEC. You know, it it ended up being a bit of an issue. He didn't get fined or anything, but he sort of flirted with politics before. And he joked that, um, you know, his concert sales went up when he was running for office. So it might not hurt. But yeah, it's a bit complicated since... President Trump already endorsed Morgan Ortega's. Playbook's Tara Palmieri. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Democrats are urging President Joe Biden to move quickly on his pick to replace Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, lest nature intervene to upend the entire process. Politico's very own Christopher Catalogo, Laura Barone-Lopez, and Marianne Levine report, quote, while Biden has said he intends to make his choice by the end of February, his history of missing major deadlines is causing concern. And some Democrats concede they're already worried that a single illness, death, or retirement could throw it all into chaos. The call to move fast is not merely driven by the realities of the slimmest possible Senate majority. There is also a sense of political urgency in Biden's orbit, as his standing has been on a downward trajectory since last fall. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 10.15 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the president's daily brief. At 11.10, Biden will depart the White House to head to West Mifflin, Pennsylvania, where he's scheduled to arrive at 12.20. There, he'll visit Carnegie Mellon University and deliver remarks on the supply chain and infrastructure. At 3.05, the president will leave Pennsylvania to return to the White House, where he's scheduled to arrive at 4.20. Principal Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will gavel aboard Air Force One on the way to Pennsylvania. The Senate and the House are out today. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Our senior producer of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ament. I'm Raghu Munavalan. Have a great weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. America's beverage companies are working together to reduce plastic waste in our environment. They're carefully designing their bottles and caps to be 100% recyclable, so every bottle can become a new one. Please help America's beverage companies get every bottle back. Learn more at everybottleback.org.